Welcome to the Floripa Yoga Podcast Community Talks, where teachers share about yoga and how to apply it in daily life. Hello, everyone. Welcome and thank you for joining us today. I'm Ruth Wright and I am not a yoga teacher. Yes, we're breaking with our regular format today. So on all our other episodes up until now, We've had a teacher interviewing another teacher, but I'm just a keen student. I'm at Floripa for most of the season working as a coach. So I'm lucky enough to get to practice with all of the Floripa teachers and I've learned so much from them as I know all of you have as well. I'm joined today by one of our regular teachers, Victoria Bertola, who's based in Switzerland. And I've always loved the creativity and heart that Victoria brings to her classes. But I don't know much about your journey as a teacher. So I'm excited to have this conversation and have this time together. Welcome, Victoria. Thank you. Uh, I'm happy to be here with you. And uh, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, so I started yoga in 2007 in the US. It was really by chance and uh, I was going every week to yoga because it was down my apartment. But I would say um, I was going there without no consciousness because I was going there with the heavy belly, having uh, eaten a burger just before. Then I came back to Switzerland and it took me two years to uh, really find my teacher um, that inspired me then to give classes and I did my first retreat in um, 2012 and um, I was about to take uh, antidepressant because I was working in uh, hospitality management in a five-star hotel with a lot of stress, a lot of uh, unhealthy habits and just to go one week, I realized that um, I could heal myself without uh, medicine. So basically, it's how I started yoga. And it took me uh, five years more uh, to teach. I wanted not to teach. It was just for my personal uh, growth. And then, uh, yeah, it, it happens to me, somebody say, you should come to teach in a studio. And I say, no, I don't speak enough. My English is not enough good. And she say, we don't care. And uh, it's how I started actually to teach yoga in a big uh, company. I and love that someone saw your potential and uh, yeah. decided that you're language skills as you perceive them were not going to stand in the way of your potential as a teacher exactly so really I think it was by chance um, I wouldn't not expect it to be teaching I was I think as well too shy and uh, now I think uh, I could not live without teaching that's beautiful and I prefer to say um, sharing than uh, really teaching or transmitting um, because I think yoga it's a therapy uh, it can heal yourself but um, you need to do it as well you can be helped 
but if you are not willing to do the the job by yourself it won't work so yes basically uh, i believe in the in the potential of our uh, uniqueness can i say that and yeah uh, yoga was a way to rediscover myself um, to get connected with myself again and uh, yeah i think it's a never-ending journey uh, it touched me so much beautiful um i appreciate you sharing that you were about to go on antidepressants and this week-long retreat uh it sounds like made you change the direction that you wanted to go in in terms of um improving your mood or or changing things in your life and i also took antidepressants in my early 20s and i started yoga when i was about 28 and uh i've said to many people in their late teens or early 20s start yoga now because i so wish i had yoga at that point in my life i think it can be a really powerful point in your life to start a journey of of self-discovery physical fitness you know all the benefits that yoga brings yeah yeah and um as you say uh, i think the body it's a it's a really good way to the movement to reconnect with yourself and to understand that you are not just uh, your brain that you are much more than that and that you are not only your thoughts and uh, yeah, I was reading that book because I quit my job and they offered me uh, the power of the present moment in French. It's uh, Pouvoir du moment présent by uh, Eckhart Tolle. And he say, uh, we are not our thoughts uh, as long as we are not identified to them. And in a way, Buddha say, uh, we are creating the world with our thoughts. <laughs> Uh, so yeah I think it's really interesting and um, yeah we spend a lot of time as adults as you say you start at 28 I started yoga really seriously at uh, 26 um, but the more I I get old the more I'm in my head uh, I feel more anxious that I was at 20 um, so it's a good way to come back to here and now and the body and I think yeah that's why uh, even fitness it's it's a way to to heal as well it's different but the physical uh, help to get in here and now and maybe less here that's it <laughs> thank you for sharing that um we hear so much about self-care I think especially on social media, um, so many things were advised to do. And I know that I often feel overwhelmed by everything I want to fit into a day to look after myself, meditation, yoga, cooking and eating healthy food, drinking enough water, getting enough sleep. The list really goes on. What is it about yoga that you find powerful out of this long list? Um, I think, as you say, it's a combination of everything, like uh, it's how you breathe, how you think, how you eat, how you move, of course, so it's, it's a package, 
But if I can advise uh, just one of the least it's yes to move at least uh, 15 minutes a day and you can do other things than yoga for my part and i would say as well to rest to move 15 minutes a day and to rest a lot what is it about rest that makes you uh, give that as a piece of advice um it's just that I think that when you are lacking uh, rest, uh, then you are uh, overwhelmed, as you say, uh, with your emotion or everything that is unaccepted in your life would be a source of stress. And as well, um, you are not creative anymore if you are always in the actions. And we are in a society where the tendency is to be uh, busy all the time, to do, to do, to do, to do, to do, to do, to do. And uh, it's how we arrive uh, to burn out. And uh, the, the best advice for me, it's to rest. Just to, to, to rest, to have a good sleep, to, to do nothing. <laughs> so yeah, I like the, with the year, the less is more, but uh, combine it with, the kind, with some movement. I'm curious what counts as rest for you. So at Floripo, we do a, a more dynamic uh, flow in the mornings, uh, vinyasa hatha style class. And then in the evenings we do yin. And I know that I see coming to the yin class as part of my rest for the day. But am I cheating? You're not. <laughs> <laughs> So you see those slower forms of, yeah. of yoga. Yeah, I, I think um, what is interesting in, in in yoga, it's you have the time to witness. So to take a moment to look at things with distance uh, because you have time in the yoga poses, uh, which in vinyasa or atta or ashtanga, which are stronger, you do not have the time to take distance. So um, I think, yeah, you, you, you definitely rest because then you have what we were thinking, all that thoughts that are coming and you need to take distance. So I'm repeating myself, but yeah, I, I like this idea with the word uh, to witness. And to witness, so you need distance. And I think as well, you need rest. Otherwise, you are overwhelmed with emotions. And I think it's, yeah, it's, it's related stress, actions. And maybe if I rest and I have a, a good night of sleep, the day after I look at the situation with another point of view. Before I lived at Floripa, I practiced yoga in a studio in London once or twice a week. And now during the season, I practice once or twice a day. I certainly never thought I would have the time yoga such a big part of my life. But it's taught me that if you want to make something a habit, remove as many barriers as possible. So in my case, the yoga shala is one minute from my front door. So I don't have much of an excuse not to show up. But I've heard it 
recommended that if you want to go for a run in the morning, you should lay out your running clothes the night before to remove that barrier. You know, don't drink too much wine and be hungover or (laughs) not get enough sleep, as you say. So I think that many of our guests find it's relatively easy to keep up your yoga practice while you're at Floripa. You're in an environment where everyone else is doing it and you fall into the routine together and you hold each other accountable, maybe. But I'm curious, what's your advice for keeping up a regular yoga practice at home, maybe once you've left Floripa? Yeah, this is an interesting question. And uh, still, uh, for me, it's sometimes hard to keep my practice. So I think, yeah, if you have somebody that's inspiring you a lot, so see if you can practice with that person or physically in a a yoga studio or online or... uh, But I mean, for my part, I I need somebody to, to push me. So... Yeah, I think if you have somebody that uh, can inspire you uh, to to have that routine and to go to yoga class, I think we're all different. And and as well, I think we should not put us too much pressure with the fact to practice every day. Um, but yeah, it's a really interesting question and uh, I'm still working on it, by the way. <laughs> an ongoing journey for us all i think it's never ending journey it's never over and um it's a healing journey and you grow you change you transform um but it's there is always some challenging challenge um yes we're Uh, pretty much in winter now in Europe and I know that I certainly find it harder to keep up my yoga practice and my other um, self-care practices when it's cold I wake up maybe I'd rather stay cozy in bed than get up and put my (laughs) yoga clothes on and go to my mat I'm curious if you have any mantras or anything else that you tell yourself to motivate yourself whether it's to go and share as you call it, not rather than teaching or to go and do your own practice? Um, to motivate uh, myself, you mean? Yes, exactly. Um, it's, I, I, I'm telling my students that uh, when they don't want to come, it's the time they have to come. It will be the more interesting. So... Uh, to tell you the truth, now with uh, the lake of light and the cold, I'm less motivated. But uh, like everybody, I know I don't want to go, but the result will be afterwards. So um, keep going, keep going, even if you don't want to. <laughs> so it's finding someone else to practice with or maybe an inspiring teacher not putting too much pressure on yourself to practice every day Mm -hmm. and look forward to the feeling at the end. Exactly. Because uh, it's easier if, uh, if you know that there is some result afterward or a bit of pleasure, not yoga, it's not um, a purchase of pleasure, but it's easier to learn if something is pleasant. 
it's a bit contradictory, but. <laughs> no, I understand. I understand what you mean. Um, what takeaways would you like to leave our our dear listeners with, Victoria? It can be about yoga, your your journey, any aspect that is something you feel passionate about people knowing. It's that um, I think it's it's already said, but that we are one, um, and we are all facing the same things, uh, which are to be loved, uh, to feel safe, uh, to be validated, to feel recognition. Um, and it's just to yeah to trust yourself and trust from come from the heart so stay open stay open to life beautiful well everything about the way you share your passion of yoga uh i know inspires me and and many other of our guests floripa to stay open and one morning this week when I don't feel like getting out of bed to practice, I'm going to remember what you've told me. Just <laughs> it's go. going to get, get me out of bed. No, and yes, yoga is just a reminder that uh, we are interconnected and uh, we need each other. That's why I'm saying, yeah, it's nice if you have your, um, your own practice and you can be really consistent, but uh, we need each other. So that's why there are so many yoga teachers nowadays. I mean, um, but we need each other as well more than for yoga, you know. And I want to end up that, uh, yeah, we need solidarity. And uh, yoga can be a reminder that uh, we are one. And um, yeah, it's the, the best message for me. It's that... Uh, I'm more than this physical body and uh, and I'm interconnected. I'm, I'm mirroring you, you're mirroring me. So I'm a teacher, but my students are my teacher too. Thank you so much, Vicky. I've really enjoyed our conversation. And yeah. I really hope that this podcast will, will help uh, <laughs> our community to feel interconnected and until we can all meet again in person. And we're opening uh, for the next season, the end of March, end of March 2024. Um, so all that remains is for me to let everyone know that if you want to follow Victoria, you can find her on Instagram at Vicky underscore yoga underscore, or her website is vickyyogamovement.com. And you can find me at floripacoaching.com. Thank you all so much for listening. And until next time.